Hey everybody, we just jumped on in. Lord, I am up. I didn't even run the thing. Hold on, it popped on up. charge this time so we don't have to worry about it dying 
But I hate that it did die because we had some great conversation going with the fellas on the women, you know, workplace and, and all of that. And everybody was being so upfront and honest about um, how you guys felt in dealing with uh, black women uh, in the workplace and, and both personal. And I actually have had several conversations with, with a few ladies after the show that were like, you know what? I really listened to what the fellas were saying. I took their advice. I applied um, their advice. So I'm, I'm really excited about letting you guys speak again. So where do we even want to pick up with pick up from? Now I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. Jump it I got a question for you. Because this was one of the questions that was brought to me. Um remember when we were talking about in the workplace and how Eric, you admitted that a lot of times the men are like uh, they don't wanna, you know, they don't wanna be bothered or they don't want to um whatever what what happens is they do it to our black women but they do it to our black men also but they really take it out on our black women because these guys do not want in no way a female especially a black woman telling them what to do it, it is documented I, i've been in those meetings i've managed those people it's an issue so yeah, it's a, a huge issue in corporate America that they really don't address. You know, I mean, it's addressed on certain, you know, in certain instances. Mm -hmm. But it's it's a shame that it can't just be okay. Uh, uh, you know, just a, a policy where we're not just gonna have it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, yeah. yeah, but okay, and I know I agree. It does happen to both the black male and yeah. the black female right. uh, from the corporate standpoint. But we're talking about the black But we're talking about the black Absolutely. female. Absolutely. And what I really want to drill down to is that in the workplace, that interaction mm -hmm. between the black male okay. and the black female. Mm. Because mm. how did the title Angry Black come about? Oh, I'll, I'll come back. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that stallion. This is this is actually the third part of, of the show. But yet, oh, or are you talking about come about, period? Um, she angry. Oh, <laughs> she did it in caps. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I had people hit me up saying, saying, Yeah, well, people, okay. So, yeah, she's talking about where it came from, period. Okay, so here's my thing, though. Because and I'm going to be honest, as a black female in the workplace, mm -hmm. I can, and I won't say accept because accept is not the proper word. I tend to not get as upset when I get those, that angry black woman response from a white person or a white mm -hmm. male. I guess because in my mindset, I already feel like they view me in that manner. 
and they really don't have you know not all of them uh, have my best interest at heart but it hits home more when you get that negativity from the black male because in our eyes y'all supposed to protect us you're supposed right. to help us you're supposed to do those we, things we talk for about us. being a protection right and so then when you when you do that to me in the workplace that's gonna make me even more angry or, or yeah. more upset because i'm looking at you as okay you know the plight of of the black woman you know the plight of the black man and what we go through so why are you treating me the way that they're treating me that 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 that's what really gets me i get it i, I read a survey on self-esteem so, you know i have two little girls and you know i'm just trying to who has the who who, who has the best self-esteem is it is it from birth or do you develop it but but everybody's born with the same self-esteem so what happens is they say in the western world uh the things that happen to a female mm -hmm. lowers their self-esteem all the stuff that stuff that happens at work the stuff that happens at school all that stuff lowers you guys self-esteem so they said uh if a male or in a, a let's say a black male black female are applying for a job the the black the, the male if he knows 50 percent of what the job is about he'll apply the female she's going to make sure she knows a hundred percent of everything before yes. she's applied yes because applied. because we so have she we have to have more yeah absolutely so she's going to be the best person on the job she's she's good the the, the female is going to be better at what she does than the male but what happens is the male constantly tears her down. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's and, and that's that's what's happening in the workplace, like every day. So, you know, that's I, you know, okay. I don't know how to fix that. Okay, I wanna I wanna touch on something you just said mm -hmm. about the self-esteem of the black female. Yep. And this happens a lot mm -hmm. that and and hey violetta i hope i'm pronouncing that right from honduras oh lord we're getting people from all over now welcome to red wine conversations i want to touch back on that on the on the self-esteem and beating down the black woman yep. i find that often um let me back up let me back up first let me say this i feel like as a black woman we have been taught that our role is to nurture support and take care of our family mm -hmm. and we're supposed to take care of home take care of the kids take care of the man while he goes out and he works and he provides and he takes care of if she works that's fine but but that's the traditional yeah. thing yeah. and so we value let me say this again fellas i want y'all to hear me. we value what our black men think about us. And so when you do those things, and you're right, because men do that all the time, they want to tear a black woman down as opposed to building her up. That plays into why she becomes angry, why she becomes bitter, why she becomes so upset. But why do they do that? What is the purpose of attempting to tear her down 
Like, what does he feel like the man is is going to gain? Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, we're on the, on the female subject because I know women who do that to men as well. Right. But but speaking from the black female perspective, like why is that? Why do black men feel like it's necessary to tear down the black woman? I, I don't I don't get that. Are, are we seeing this competition, a threat, or or what is it? I don't think that. No, I don't think it's necessarily you're seeing a threat. But I think it's all about power. It is. It's like yeah. I'm showing my dominance over you. So, I mean, and it's not just the black woman. No, it's I, it's, yeah, but that's that's the topic. Yeah, they, 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 that the, the the people at top want to show power over yeah. everything. It's just that traditionally, like you said, with the the black family structure, uh, traditionally the work structure is men on top, women secretary. So now all of a sudden you got women that are supervisors, managers. They have their own team. You know, uh, so they're gonna throw stones. They throw stones at men too, and just know that. Uh, but with women, they're really, really gonna throw stones. You know, so because they don't want that woman outshining. It's, it's, it's a male-dominated if, yeah, society, if, so if therefore, I I can get outshined by Eric, but if if I get outshined by Karen, my job may be a different. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So. So that's what you deal with in the workplace. So you not you guys aren't the only one that's taking BS. Okay. Um, yeah, we so all. So my question it. to you guys is, how do we change that dynamic in the workplace? Because honestly, and and I hate you, uh, and honestly, the angry black woman, but that's the title that society has given to us. So that's the title that I'm going to use. But you that, can make it up. Yeah, but that adds to that adds to the issue with the black woman because we feel like we're not valued. And I mean, even salary-wise, we, we do the same job yeah. and not get paid the same yeah. that a man gets, but yet we know more about the job than the man does. Yeah. So I I, I Again, also, it goes back to that earlier statement I made in the very first show, cocky versus confident. Because right. a lot of times as black women, we want to go in and we want to prove to you that I can do it and I can do it better than you. 100% you guys have the knowledge compared to us. 50% we'll try it out. Just because we're a man, they'll put us in this place. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's like, I, I didn't make that up. <laughs> they, oh, no, they I, I, start, I, I yeah, agree, they, I agree with you. study they did. I, so, I agree yeah. with you, but that's an issue for black women in the workplace. And I think one, we need to stop getting, we have to figure out, and, and I can say this from, like I said, being, being a person who was labeled as that angry black woman all my life, even in the workplace. I had to learn how to communicate with other people. Okay, as a black woman, sometimes, and I said this before, we can be dismissive. Yes, yes, baby, yes. Sally said black women get torn down for their strength at times. Yep. Absolutely. But here's what here's what I did learn. Sometimes when I thought I was just showing my strength, 
and showing my knowledge, I came off as, how come you idiots don't know? You mean to tell me that y'all didn't know? And now I look like you're yeah. trying to run off. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, and it comes off as if I'm talking down and to them. And you're smarter than them. Right. And and I even had, I had a manager ask me one time, she literally said to me, uh, why are you looking at me like that? And I was like, looking at you like what? She said, looking at me like you think I'm stupid. And then I had you to actually, catch myself because really in my did. mind, I was thinking, how you are you actually stupid? Think you know, what's that got to do with you? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but I had to, I had to learn to control that. Uh, Violetta made a comment. Is it actually a cultural thing? That's how we raise our kids. It happens to uh, Latin American women as well. That's why we have to empower new generations. 100%. It happens to... Yeah. It is starting to branch out to all women of mm-hmm. color. Yeah. And I have yeah. to say of color because... And I hate to say the Karens because I'm a Karen. But the, the Karens kind of get treated a, a little differently um, because they have that privilege. And I mean, anybody who says white privilege does not exist is a lie. It 100% does exist. It is a white privilege type of thing. But she's absolutely right that women of color, no matter their ethnic background, deal with it on a regular basis. Especially in the workplace. And we're always seeing, even when we just simply try to express our opinion. And and that's what was going on with me and the manager. Like she wanted me to do something that I kept saying to her, but the medical records don't support that. I can't write a letter justifying this service to the insurance company when the medical records and the documentation do not support what you're trying to tell me to do we need to build this a different way and so she's looking at me like you're gonna do what i said because i'm the manager well in in corporate america is a lot of politics it is it is a lot of politics it is a lot of i mean what was that uh one of the politicians was on uh the joe madison show and they were showing clips of it where he was like yeah i lie you know i lie if i if i get backed in the corner he said i lie absolutely i lie and it's like, you're going to admit it. You know, I ain't like we didn't know it, but appreciate okay. you for letting But this is, this is what I want you fellas to do. How can, talk to the brothers out there. How can we help? Because we're going to get to the personal. We're still stuck on professional right now. Yeah, but we're right, going to get right, to the right, personal, right. which is a whole nother level. But how do we change that dynamic in the workplace? between that male female what what can you tell the fellas to say hey what 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 i can tell the males are uh you know treat her like she's your sister you know uh set set the you know everybody in corporate america is trying to climb the mountain to get to the top you know Mm -hmm. so they're pushing people down and that you know it's like the crab in the bucket type of mentality but you know, show some respect to your queen, you know, the black queen, um, and just have her back. You know, you you get into a situation instead of going with the majority or going with what 
think everybody wants to go with. Mm-hmm. Hey, have some gumption about yourself. Show some balls, and and take your your queen's side. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta you you're in it. To, people don't realize they a lot of times they they kind of lump us in there together. They think that we're a team. Oh, there is. We're not. Yeah, there uh, is Jay C. He just popped, just popped in. in. Yes, he just popped in. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I can bring him in. Uh, but I would say I don't work in corporate America. Hey, Jay C. Can you hear me? How y'all doing? Yes, yes. How y'all doing? Hey, you know. I'm good, darling. How are you? Calm down on you and all that. Treat your your sister like like you would treat your sister. Yeah. Uh, 100 100 uh and you know what you guys can open that because i wasn't sure if he was gonna make it go ahead and pull those hands out so we can hear jc otherwise you won't be able to hear him. hey darling glad you was able to join the show let me pull back out so they can everybody can see everybody um welcome jc thank you for coming on i really appreciate that because i really want to get your perspective as well as a black male on this angry black female situation Man, thank you all so much. I'm sorry I'm late. I had a call. As soon as I was logging on, I had a call. I had to jump on the tape. But, man, I, it's a blessing to be here, man. Thank you so much, KO. My brother Rick, I see you. God bless you, Eric. Yeah, how you Rick, feeling? put your head on. He said, hey, <laughs> see Listen, we, we be a ghetto fight over here on Red Wine Conversations tonight. Like, we, we I had so many technical difficulties coming on tonight, but that's okay. We're on. But I want to go to Stallion's question. I mean, not question, comment. I still got it up. The new black woman's strength does not compare to the old school black women. And sometimes, you know, times are different. I 100% agree with you. Because black women have had to change. We had to change. Society changed. And we had to change with society. And so, therefore, we do things a little bit. He hadn't said anything. Uh, that's why you hadn't, you couldn't hear. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Y'all hear me now? All right. Can y'all yeah, hear me y'all now? Hear me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you now. Slick but Rick, yeah. what's up, bro? How you feeling, man? What's bad? You doing all right? Yes, sir. Uh, Big E, how you doing? Good to meet you, bro. Heard great Good, things, bro. bro. All right. Yeah. All right. Did you catch the the uh, previous show, Jay? Well, you were on. You were on when my laptop yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah. You were making comments. But yeah, and and actually, um, Stallion, I actually had did a show on the modern, the new modern male. I still need to go back and do my show on the new modern female. But let me tell y'all this. I agree things. Ah, thank you, Monique. Hey, everybody's tuning in. I agree that women have changed and men have changed. Yeah, no doubt. But in order for us to make a change in society, in the route that we are currently going, because nowadays these people, this this new modern female and this new modern male, they're fearless. Like I said, they're fearless. They'll do whatever. And they're in it for themselves. Yes, they're all about themselves. But they have no direction, no guidance. They're all over the place. And so in they order don't. for us to get anywhere in society, we got to come back to some of our traditional ways. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying we got to go all the way back old school, 
but some of those traditional ways we've got to get back to. And I think where it starts at is, like you said, the role of the, of the modern black woman has changed. It's on key to the black woman has always been strong. And the thing that has changed is now she was she's strong, but she feels she doesn't need a man. Back then, there were women that were strong, but they knew they still needed a man at home. Nowadays, these strong black women feel they don't need a man. They don't need to listen to a man. And they're raising a generation where they don't have to listen to anybody. They expect to be given everything. And and when you try to tell them something, oh, you can't tell me that my mama said this. My mama did this. So I ain't got to listen to you. So it's hard for us as black men to be black men. And even when we come, it's hard for us to go love a black woman nowadays. Because y'all so strong. The black woman has become too strong to be loved nowadays. They too independent and has made everything on their own. So now they feel like I don't need you. And it's not that because what most if you have a real black man, a strong black man, he does not need you. He wants you. And when you have that man in your life, you add value to him just like he adds value to you. So everything that you was working so hard for, you don't have to work that hard for. You can keep working hard, but you don't have to work that hard to pay bills for. Because as a strong black man, that's what I do. You don't have to work so hard to work and pay bills and do overtime to send the kids to school. No, that's what I do because I'm a strong black man that provides and protects for my home. We have been so... We have. Go ahead. Are they feeling complete, though, at the end of the day? Can, can, uh, can I speak on count. that as that black woman who, okay. who is happy to be a single? Okay. Uh-huh. Can I speak on that? Absolutely. It has absolutely nothing to do with black women or women, period, feeling like they don't need a man. It has to do with, we have, remember we, we just talked about how men talk down, the confidence, yeah. tan down, yeah. it's a way to, to, to be dominant over mm-hmm. her. We have been beat down so much, so much, that we had no choice but to become strong and to take care of ourselves and to be able to provide for ourselves because that black man or that that strong man, and we won't even put a color on it, that strong man is not always there and available to do so. So for myself, as an example, I don't need a man. Do I want one? I would love to have one. I would love to have somebody that I, you know, can come home to or he come home to me and, you know, we we have that relationship. But do I need you? No. There's a difference between a want and a need. I want one to become a need. That makes sense. I want you to become a need in my life. I want you to get to the point where I feel like I can't do or I can't breathe without you. But those things that he was mentioning, like paying my bills and doing all of those different things, it's a whole new world. Women are making, we're making our own money. We're taking care of our own selves now. So that is not, and that no longer is an enticement for us to look for a man now. 
So it's not that we feel like we don't want them. Those old traditional things, of, like he was just saying, it's the man's job to take care of the household. It's the man's job to provide. He doesn't want her to have to go out and work hard because that's his job. I agree. 100% agree. That is the man's role. That's what he's supposed to do. But what am I supposed to do as a woman if I don't have that man? Am I supposed to sit back and not do for myself and wait for him to come along? And then when he does come and he sees that I'm strong and I'm able to take care of myself, then it's a negative because he feels like I don't need him. So that's the that's the female perspective. I get how y'all see it. And you'd be like, oh, she don't need a man. She got this. She got her own. She making good money. She can do this. Hell, she building houses and shit. She don't need a man. <laughs> but But that's not true. I want one. I want one, but I don't necessarily need you for all of those traditional things that I agree that's the man's role. I have no problem with it. And if you become a part of my life, I have no issues letting, hey, that's your job. You are the provider. You are the head of the household. You are the leader. I have no issues submitting to that. But at the same time, you can't come into my world and tear down without Bill. You can't make me feel like I'm less of a woman just because I'm strong and I'm confident and I'm able to take care of myself. And then you want to look down on me because I'm able to do that. That's not fair to me as a woman. Not fair to me and at all. But I agree. Go ahead, Jason. Because what I, and that's what I'm saying, what we do is we bring value to each other. And I don't want you to stop working. I don't ever want you know, I want you to keep getting it. But like I said, what I bring to you is whatever you were expending, whatever you were needing, whatever you were lacking, that's what I'm here for. Whatever that extra is that that's going to complete you. Like Oh, I agree, I, yes. And, and as a man, I need you to complete me. Because what what do I need you for would be my my question. If you bring no value to me, if I can't have an intellectual conversation with you, then I don't need you to stay. I can rent you for a little while and then send you on your way. But if we're trying to build together and be something, if you want me to take care of you, then baby, what, what value do we bring to each other? Because it's going to be some stuff you can show me that I didn't know. It's going to be some stuff that I can show you didn't know. Oh, baby, you, you, you building houses? That's what's up. What we gonna do is we gonna okay. buy some stock in Home Depot, you know, because we buy a lot of stuff from there, right? So, did you, you buy stock? Oh, you didn't know about that. You teach me about these building houses, and I'm gonna teach you about the stock market. We finna make this money and grow our empire together as as kings and queens, and, and, and we gonna love each other, and that's how we gonna do. What happens that's now is, know. go ahead. No, no, go ahead, bro. We we got work together and. Everybody wants us to stay in competition, but I don't want to be in competition at home. I want us to be building together at home. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. It is it is a competition. And most of the guys I know, they, they're not shying away from strong black women. You know? I mean, you need to, 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 to build and create a lot of the times these days. There's a lot going on. Um, let me say let me say this, okay. Eric. 
Yes, complimenting each other is is extremely important. By let me let me say this, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. but as someone who is seen as that strong, confident black woman, I deal with it on a regular basis. On a regular basis of men telling me, "Oh, you don't need no man," or they look at me and say, without even having a conversation. That's a little, that's a little, yeah, you know, you don't, you don't need a man, <laughs> you don't need him, right? And, right. And, and, and that's, and I always say, if, if you feel intimidated by me for who I am, that's a personal problem. I, I can't change who I am, but that is seen. I get that so much. Because you can't miss my confidence, you can't miss my my security in, in who I am. It, it it reads all over me, and so that is an issue with me with dating. In that, a lot of times I don't get approached. So most men look at me and think, "Nothing, no man. Ain't nothing I can provide for her. Ain't nothing I can do for her." But what I'm looking for, as JC said, is that man that compliments. Just because I don't need you financially doesn't mean that I don't need you. Just because I can lay my own floor doesn't mean that I don't need you. It's those type of things that get overlooked. And then we get beat down about it because we're strong. How many times have y'all seen women make those posts to say a man can't handle a strong, confident woman? They got issues with it. I see it all the time. Well, those men obviously have issues. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's are, a lot of men do. You are meeting men that don't have a problem with it, right? I do. Like, you may be like a married man like me. You know I, I, mean? I, I have, I, I have yeah, met, so, I have met a few. Yeah, okay. I have met a few, but the majority of we we ain't talking about them handful. We ain't talking about the minority. We are talking about the majority. <laughs> And then with this and, new and once again, go ahead. And KO, you got to remember, you in the minority too, not the majority. I yeah. am definitely in the minority. Yeah. I can agree with you. <laughs> so, so, so we dealing with a different crowd, just like you dealing yeah. with a different crowd. We um, and, and, we got to this, grow. Here's here's something that I say um, because I can agree. There's a difference between her being that strong, confident woman and her being that condescending, overbearing, want to be in control type Mm -hmm. of woman. I get that. That's that's a big difference. And I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it so many times. And I think I said it the last time about those women who are always, I want that man to jump when I say jump and he better do this when I say do this. And and roll over when I say roll over, and then when he does, then oh he weak, and right. I, he he a weak man, and let me go find somebody strong. Right. Yeah, somebody so else. I get it, I, I I do get it, and I see from the male perspective of how that's a turn off. Yeah. I one hundred percent, and and typically when I when I run into those women and they make that statement to me, I have plenty of girlfriends who make that statement. Oh, they just don't like me because I'm a strong. I'm, I'm strong and he can't handle my bluntness and he can whatever the difference yeah. between being rude 
and being and being strong. and being strong. Right. And disrespect. Yep. And disrespect. Yes. 100%. There's a big difference between strong and disrespectful. At any time and and this goes back to um are you ready for a relationship? When the other pastor mm-hmm. said, what do men look for? Trust yeah. and respect. Yep. That's it. Trust you know, and respect. Yes. And you give him that trust and that respect, yeah. and, and he's yeah. good. I feel crazy holding on to this headset, but my hair is sucking wet. <laughs> I hope I don't catch a cold out here, y'all. But there's there's a major difference. And so I always try to talk to women when I when I recognize that and I see that. Like you want him, you always fussing about he's not being a man and you want him to be a man, but you got to step back and take your man draws off and let him be the man. He can't be the man if you're busy trying to be the man. And that's what most men think when they look at me. They think that, oh, if I get into a relationship with her, she gonna wanna be in the be the man and wanna be in control. When in honesty and reality. Can't wait for that man to come through to say, you know what? You ain't got to worry about it. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about that. I got you. Oh, yes. And zombie said, and peace. Men won't trust peace <laughs> and respect. 100%. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. But I need to know how we change that we talked about from a professional standpoint and then jc came in and he got us on a personal level right. i'm saying to you ladies we, we we do have to have to stop that and and i will tell you an example and i need she's gonna be like when well, my kids don't always listen to the show and not what her friends might be listening and i gotta talk to my 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 one of my daughters i ain't gonna say i'm gonna say one of my daughters about this everything and this is just my perspective when I watch her interact with, with her male partner. Everything is a competition. She has to prove that she was right. And he has, and a lot of times he just let her have, and I notice he'll just let her have her way. Yep. And he'd be like, well, I said such and such and such and such. And she'd be like, no, I, I, uh, I was right. I was right. I was right. Why do you always have to be right? What is it about that competition? And I noticed that women do that a lot. They want to compete with the man. And in a relationship, it shouldn't be a a competition. I I mentioned that last time. Yeah, it shouldn't be a competition. uh, Yeah, in in relationships, it's like uh, their defense mechanisms go straight to, uh, you know, they go straight to defense mode. They don't want to be not right. And it's like, no matter what we do. Yes. Um, no matter what we do, what we say, uh, they want to be end up on top, right? It's like it's almost like they're collecting points against us. And it, <laughs> I can, I can know, agree with you because women right. will keep yeah, it's like it's like it's like they got a score sheet. They yeah, okay, it becomes a battle that over day. power. One hundred percent. Two months ago, I got and they justify. Yeah, they are justified yeah. being wrong with what you did, like right. you said two months ago. Exactly. You did this and last year, yep. you did that. Well, I forgot yeah, about absolutely. that. I, right. I threw that so page out. Women are, and I said this before <laughs> women right. are emotional, and we're all about how we feel. It, it, it's all about how we feel in that moment. Right. 
And when you are not acknowledging her emotion, that's that leads what, to the anger. That leads to the anger. And that leads to the communication problem. Because we've mentioned that before several times. Yeah. Men and women communicate differently. Completely and totally different. Men are about logic. And if we're busy talking about how we feel, I don't care nothing about you running no numbers to me. And, and, no. <laughs> and you trying to talk about, okay, but it was this, this, and this. I don't care nothing about this. It's about how I feel. And I felt like you talked down to me. And I felt like, and even though you saying no, that's not what happened. I was just explaining to you. And so now when you say, oh, now you want to talk to me like I'm a child? Like, that's how yep. that's how it, it goes. And we get into our emotions and then we end up saying things because we want you to get emotional and get and be heard. How do we fix that? Hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> and I'm going to tell because. you, I've said it before. You know how to fix it? I'm going to tell you how to fix it. And I've said this so many times. And I'm going to say this one more time, fellas, especially when it comes to the woman that she mad. Stop trying to get her to understand your logic. She right now is in the moment of how she feels. And the way you shut it down is to address how she's feeling. Okay, baby, I understand what happened made you upset. I get it. How can we fix it? Tell me, how do we, how do we, because you have to address her feeling. And last Once time, you, remember you told me you can't tell her she's right. So don't tell her if them, she's wrong, don't walking, tell her. You're walking a thin Don't line. tell her if she's wrong, yeah, she's yeah. wrong. Right. You, if you agree that she's right, then, then you can never right. change that. Yep. But what you first have to do is address how she's feeling in the moment because women are emotional. And if you keep trying to throw logic on top of emotion, you're not going to get anything. You're going to lose. You're going to lose every time. You don't know how much this has actually helped when we talk about it the very first time. I'm able to just smooth it out. Yes. Yeah. Once, once you address how she yeah. feels, because that's what, that's what she's really upset about, is how the whole situation made her feel whether she was right or wrong right, right. that don't matter right. once you address like how said, she we, feels we moved on we, we we trying to watch the second half of the game see and she you can't see and that and that and that leads to another anger in that right lady don't ignore <laughs> do not ignore please don't do that because you will not enjoy the second half of that game <laughs> yes, you're not you gonna watch not that game. Enjoy the second uh, half of that game. What you mean? You just gonna this, turn off and, and 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 act like you didn't hear what I said? I'm the world's worst. Once I say what I said, I'm the one Yeah. But but yeah. if she didn't get her understanding, she's not. Yeah, really. And, you know, and what she didn't understand is why you don't understand why she how she felt in the moment. Right. Which is why I'm saying to you, and which. It, like Rick said, he learned that lesson. Address how she's feeling. Once you address how she's feeling and you acknowledge her feelings, she's then ready to communicate with you. She's then ready to listen because she feels like that you understand and you are addressing how she felt 
in that moment. If you don't do that, you're not going to get anywhere in that conversation. And and we have to, as men, when you're dealing with a woman who is in her feelings and she's real emotional, we cannot get in our emotions because that's how an argument will fight will start. A fight gonna start. It we have to we have to stay in a control and let her and like we said, even if she wrong, you can't just be like, oh man, yeah, you was dead wrong. No, 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 no. You have to say, well, look, look it. Well, maybe, baby, you could have handled that situation like this. Or you didn't have to cuss the girl out at work. Could have done it this way. You, we, we can't just, we can't be emotional trying to get back to the second half of that game here to hurry up and get it over with. No, nah, we're going to have to, <laughs> we're going to have to take oh, some time and, and be like, yeah, well, well, okay, baby, maybe it could have been this way. Maybe it could have been that. I, I see where you're coming from and how you may be different. But when we just be emotional with them and they start elevating their voices and we start elevating our voices, it's going to end up bad for for a bad situation. And, and it does. And, and let me say this, too, going back to the topic of the angry black woman. The black man helps to promote that. Black men, how often have you heard them label black women? Oh, all black women crazy. All black women loud. All black women, they, they mad. They want to fight. But aren't those the anti-black women, men anyway? Though? But but here's the, like black but but it doesn't matter. Here's the here's the thing. Even if that is that one black man that says that or that anti-black, he got the right. He everybody listening, and then everybody else want to chime in. Yes. Oh, she angry. She yes. All black women mad. All black women are angry. No, we're not. And like I said in, in my very first show, I get it. I get why black women are angry. I get the plight of the black woman. Nowadays, it's even harder for the black woman because we're raising kids by ourselves. We ain't got no choice but to go out there and fend for ourselves. Like the, the, the ratio, male to female ratio, is is really low so we don't have we don't have a choice we got to do what we got to do to survive right i got a question yes we address relationship anger and workplace anger what about public anger why why do black women not acknowledge black men in public they they never seen them before in their lives they 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 don't really acknowledge them do you know you know what I'm talking about? You're going to have to elaborate on that a little bit. I, I, I have something. to say, I don't get that often. Okay. I got a big beard, so. Oh, okay. It's, All right, so I got I got several, but I'll, I'll make it short. Uh, I was walking into, um, during Christmas time, I was walking into Walmart. A black woman there is supposed to greet everybody. I saw her greet, like, a white couple, Hispanic couple. Everybody came through. A couple of black girls were before me. I came through. She didn't. She looked at me and just turned her head. And I'm like, wow. You know, I, I, I would like to have a, a nice day too. So I walked past her, maybe 10, 15 steps. And I was like, let me go back and say something. To her. And so I tapped on the shoulder from behind. I said, I would like to have a nice day too. She said, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
and I don't think it was necessarily on purpose. I just think that for some reason, they just don't look at us like that. They don't look at us. For instance, I jog in my neighborhood every day. And so I see cars as I'm jogging every single day. Every once in a while, you see a white lady wave, mostly, uh, you know, good old uh, 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 white guy in his pickup truck of what's going on, give me a thumbs up or whatever. Never do black girls speak. Ever. They don't speak. So do you think that they, they angry because of that? Because they don't speak? No, I'm asking you. I'm asking the question. Why do you Bro, think? Why do you here. think you don't know why they don't speak? I mean, am I am, am I the only one? Am, am I in this by myself? Well, I, I'm gonna be honest. E. I I speak so first to everyone. I, I okay. speak to everybody. So you know, even if you don't, right. you know, I speak. You right. know, you black, speak white, man, woman. I speak. So I don't. If you don't wait a minute. Hold on. You you giving a bad. Hold on. No, 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 if no. If you don't speak to me, I don't speak to you. No, I, if, if you don't speak to me, then I'll speak to you. Oh, if you okay, want to okay. be spoken to, oh, yeah. don't wait for somebody to speak to you. I'm not, hey, I'm not waiting on anybody. But I, to be honest, she probably was in her feelings. I, I don't care. I speak to everybody. Hey, yeah. how you doing? It doesn't matter to me, black, red, orange, male, female. But that could have been something within her. Uh, oh, you you might have reminded her of somebody. Oh, yeah, I get all the Yeah. And then here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Because you say, and this goes back to, if you keep having the same experience with different people, the common denominator is you. Mm. So me just walking I, around? Let me finish. Let me tell you why I say that. Because I used to say, men don't approach me. Men don't approach me. They 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 see my confidence, my strength as a turnout. They don't approach me. They don't yeah. speak to me. And they did. <laughs> they look, but they didn't speak. But guess what I realized? It wasn't them. It was me. My whole demeanor said, don't speak to me. Mm-hmm. The way I carry mm-hmm. myself said don't speak to me when i changed like and, and i use this as an example when i when i still work at vanderbilt so they can't be looking at all black I, guys the same he's just another black guy i want to speak to him. It's, it's not about them okay. it's about you and is it that your demeanor remember this is about true self-reflection right is it that maybe your demeanor is closed off and said don't speak to me. And that's what she read when she saw you. Because I had to realize that that's what men read. Because when I would be at work and I would walk the halls, mm-hmm. like every day I would I would go in and get my mouth, whether I was outside or in, I would walk the halls. But you'd be focused on your mouth. When I tell you, right. them, them men, I'm about to call them Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> the fellas would be hanging in the hall, waiting on me Wait. to pass back. So they could look, but nobody ever spoke. Nobody spoke. Nobody spoke. They would watch me walk every day back and forth, up and down that hall, but nobody ever spoke. Mm. And so I had to really take, I was like, why is that? Then I got to thinking about it. When I'm walking, my head is down. I ain't looking at nobody. 
I'm, I'm, I'm in my moment. I'm listening to my music. I'm doing all of these different things. I'm not even making eye contact with it. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to change. I'm going to do something different. Let me see. So I decided to start when I walk, head up, smile, and look like I'm open and I'm happy. When I changed and I started doing that, when I tell you them same men that was waiting in the hallway to see me walk by, Good morning, beautiful. How are you? Oh, you looking good today. Oh, you on your walk? Hey, I didn't see you yesterday. They all started speaking. And I had to realize it's not that men don't want to approach me. I come off as unapproachable. I can be honest and say, I come off as unapproachable. People who know me be like, girl, no, you see me cool. But other folks, who don't know me, I come off as unattractive. You have to, you have to have a welcoming spirit. Like you have to be open. Cause yeah, the first time I met KO and Rick. I wasn't open. You didn't think I was approachable when you first met me? Yeah. Oh, you thought I was? Yeah, cause even though you were in your element, you still were free. That's cause I was in the gym. Yeah, you get them endorphins <laughs> going you in the gym. You never were unapproachable to me either though. You never, you never were unapproachable to me. But you weren't interested in hollering at me either, was you? Uh, I mean, you What you mean? Unapproachable is high and by. I'm, I'm, I'm simply telling you. I can't holler at the girl. But here's the thing. By. I just, but here's I just the thing. Everybody, over. everybody is different. Okay. And so, you're secure enough in yourself. Right. That even if you thought I did look unapproachable, you'll be like, hey. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's you. Right. But everybody ain't you. Mm-hmm. And so when I say this, this is something I when I say ever since I become single, even here before, men didn't approach me. Because I give off that. Don't matter of fact, I was out at Minerva's with a girlfriend of mine. These Guys was at the table together. One guy came up, spoke to her, was like, hey, how you doing? And she was so after the we left, she was like, I thought his friend was going to come over and, and talk to you. I said, no, the friend already peeped me out, and I already gave him that look like, don't come over here. <laughs> there you go. So he already knew. And so she was like, dang. Right. So I realized that if I'm not smiling because a lot of times, like I'm holding this thing, a lot of times I'm like this too with my arms crossed, which says I'm not open. Don't come to me. So I had to realize that my body language, even though I'm not speaking, my body language speaks volumes. And they be like, you know, I get it all the time. I used to not smile at all. Just wouldn't smile. I but you know what? And it used to irritate the fuck out of me because men would tell me all the time, smile. What you mad about? And I'd be like, I ain't mad. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, and I'd be like, but I'm not mad. But well, tell I your face you ain't mad because your face say you're mad. I, I, I had to learn to check my face. You're absolutely right. Because my face, I got resting bitch face. Right. There's no other way to put it. I got resting bitch face. And, and my body language says, do not, don't come into my bubble. Like, I don't know you. If I don't know you, I don't want you in my bubble. 
And so yeah. I'm just saying that that's probably what she may have perceived from you. Well, it's been a lot. Yeah. Not just one. Yeah, and, and, and that's maybe what they, they perceive. That I mean, I didn't get that from you when I first met you. Right. But I'm different. Right. But if you're you're noticing that you get that a lot, that right. women don't speak or they, you know, it could be your body language. Body language is another form of communication that a lot of people mm-hmm. miss and they forget about. And and you you nobody really gets the opportunity to study their body language unless they're on a red wine conversation. Well, unless you pay attention, like literally, I'm telling you, I did not even think about it. My body language wasn't even in my thought process of why men don't approach me. It was like my whole thing was because I used to do the same thing a lot of women say. Oh, they just see the strength and the confidence and they scared of a confident woman. Oh, well, okay, I'm just moving on. Mm -hmm. Not any time did I think your body language says don't approach you. Mm-hmm. That's a that's the type of communication that a lot of times people don't think about. Because and body language is important. Because if I see it like that, I won't approach you at all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to even watch that when like at work and I'm in a meeting and different stuff. I really have to watch it. Because right. if something's getting on my nerves and they irritate me, I'm sitting there on proud. My whole body language says y'all fools is stupid and I'm ready to go. Yeah. And so I, I have to be mindful of that. We have to work what on our faces because I'm not good at my faces. You could say something that'd be real off the wall and you'll catch one of these real quick and I'll, it, my face will give me away all the way all the time. And I had to learn to just get a poker face. And just no matter what somebody say or do, you just gotta sit there and look at them and just say, you that's that's what's up. Okay. And just call Thank call you. That, yeah, and zombie even yo, he agrees. He was like, that does, <laughs> you know, play it's fact, yeah. It makes now, a big difference. Now that you guys mentioned yep. it, I can like remember like seeing like Shannon Sharp and all those uh, uh brothers on uh, sports talk, how they catch themselves and they make themselves smile. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't yes. want to seem intimidating yes. and mean, I angry, mad. Black literally, yeah. have to I tell can. myself to smile yeah. on a regular basis when I'm, especially if I'm out. Mm-hmm. If I'm out, I have to say smile. I'm telling myself, yeah. smile, yeah. smile, <laughs> look, look friendly. Right. Silence is another way to think. Yes, make silence sense. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I have to be mindful of it but at the same time and this goes back to the to the topic a lot of times people make that assumption that i'm angry because my body language says i'm unapproachable a lot of times women don't realize that they're giving that signal off and when Mm -hmm. i say i was i was confused by it for years I, I was that typical woman that said, oh, men were just intimidating. Y'all don't like a strong black woman. And my confidence showed. He he just intimidated by my confidence. No. He just looked at me and, and my whole body language said, don't come over here and talk to me. Yeah. There you go. Now, don't get me wrong, because there are some men, some men don't give a fuck. Right. They don't come to speak to you regardless. <laughs> if they like what they they're see, they're going to come and speak. Hey, girl. 
Yeah, they're they going to they they come and speak. What your name is? <laughs> what does zombie say? It's kind of like, what did he say? It's kind of like seeing a man who constantly looks down at the floor. A woman smile, if approachable, like a man with his head up and show. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if I see a man and all he's doing is looking at the floor and he can't make eye contact with me. He can be he, yeah. Yeah. I'm all about that Be, eye contact. Yeah. Bees, dog, and women smell fear. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Yes. I, I, absolutely. I, I can agree with that. But back to those are th- that actually plays into a part of why black females, black women are angry. Now, I can agree. Part of that is on us because we need to learn our, our body language. And, right. and you know I'm all about accountability. Right. This, this ain't about putting this all on the black man right. because the black female has to be accountable as well. Right. And, and as I said in the first part of the show, I mean, the, the, the first part, how long are we going to hold on to things right. in the past? How long mm-hmm. are we going to keep torturing every new guy that comes along for what somebody else did to us right. in the past? In order for black women to stop being seen as angry, we've got to stop expressing ourselves as angry. But what happens a lot, and and I have to say it happens a lot, is even when we're not angry, we're accused of being angry, which then makes us angry. (laughs) Because I get tired are telling people, I'm not mad. I'm just simply expressing how I feel. Why do you have to label it as me being angry? My kids do that to me. Even if my voice goes up an octave, mama, what you mad about? Why are you angry? Why are you yelling? Girl, I'm not yelling. I'm not mad, but you pissing me off because you keep, you keep asking me that. <laughs> Like I'm not, I'm not mad, but we as a as a whole, as a black people, and and well, women of color. Period. As as we talked with, uh, I said earlier, we've got to learn how to change that, and that's what this show is 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 all about. First, it starts with us, ladies. If we want to stop being seen as the angry black woman or the angry Latino woman or Mexican or Ch- whatever your ethnicity. Especially, especially the the Hispanics, the Latinos, yeah, really and the black—they have yeah. really been grouped in with yeah. those black women, yeah. and 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 that anger. Yeah. In order for people to stop seeing us as angry, we got to stop expressing ourselves as angry. Mm. And you have to accept and as accountability. Look, yes, accountability is the main thing. Love this strong word. Yes, everybody does not want to take accountability for themselves it's easy to blame somebody else it's easy to say black women are angry because of black men y'all having kids you don't take care of you're doing this you're doing that but not all women are going through that i didn't go through that so then why am i Mm -hmm. but we can't keep holding on to excuses and pointing fingers at other people we have to learn to point that finger back at ourselves but at the same time, black men have to acknowledge 
Y'all got to see where y'all do shit to make us angry. You can't sit there and say that you don't. A lot of guys purpose, uh, purposely do it. Yes. Because, yes. Yeah, yes. because maybe yes. they're in a situation where they're not being totally honest with you. And they may be yeah. doing some things. So, yeah, they, they throw you stuff, you know, and they get you riled up. But here, okay. So this is where this is where I my response to that because I hear that a lot. Excuse me, I'm trying not to let that come out, but it didn't work. <laughs> I get that a lot. Here's the thing: I can't allow someone, and I can't. It was Zombie that mentioned peace. I'm the same way. Right now. I'm at peace and I can't allow someone else to come into my world and tear down my peace that I have built for myself. And I have Mm -hmm. run into those men who want to argue, that want to start a fight. It ain't just women that do that. They're men that do it too. And I'm always like, "Mm mm-mm. You take that somewhere else that don't work here. I'm not into those toxic relationships. Yeah, there there definitely are some, which leads to, again, why black women are so angry at the black man. My thing, I found myself having to apologize for something that another man did. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry that what he does. That's not me. I get it. It's, it, it and it's, it's difficult when you are fighting an uphill battle over somebody else who has tore them down, yeah. as we talked about earlier, about yeah. tearing down, destroying her confidence, yeah. trying to make her weak yeah. so that he can control and he can dominate her. Yeah. All of those different things. They do it all the time. Yeah. And so then when she finally does get out from under that particular situation and get out of it, She's still holding that bitterness mm-hmm. and that resentment. Mm-hmm. And so then the next guy that comes along mm-hmm. feels the brunt of yeah. that yep. and has to pay for that, yep. which is not right. right. But see, then that comes to communication and letting her know. Again, remember I said address her feelings. Understand how you feel. I get it. But like you said, I'm sorry that you feel that way. But I'm trying to show you something different. And in order for me to show you something different, you have to allow me to do that. Because a lot of women nowadays, and let me tell you, especially those who have been hurt and been in uh, bad situations, you come in having to earn her trust. And she going to make you jump through those hoops to earn her trust. Because somebody else already tore that trust down and so she's looking she's looking for something she's looking for the shooting she's looking he can't be this good like he can't be this good of a man something got to be wrong somewhere and so she's gonna look for that prop and if she can't find one sometimes she'll even create a problem and run off a good man absolutely did y'all hear that ladies i'm gonna say that again 
Can understand that one more time. So sometimes, based on what's happened in the past, they put that on the new guy and they'll run off. A good man looking for those same problems that they had in the past man. Which goes back to my statement, you keep having the same problems with different men. Right. Common denominator is you. Even for the men, you keep having the same problem with different women. The common denominator is you. And you have to take a step back and look at yourself. I get so tired when I hear women say, all men are like, all black men cheat. All black men do this. All men this. All No. All the men you've dealt with right. have done that. And you might want to ask yourself why all the men that you've dealt with, you've had that problem. But don't be Damn mad at me if I can't. I, I'm I'm sorry. I I I, I can empathize with you, <laughs> but I I don't understand <laughs> because I've never dealt with that. That's yeah. not a situation that I have. And I had a girl say that all the time. She was like, "Every man I've had, he cheated on me, and then he left me, and then what he want to do? He want to come back crawling. Why they always want to come back? Because they know they that you'll take them. Yeah. That mm. simple question." They, they cheat and then they realize they got they, they missed uh-uh it ain't that they realize they missed the good thing that they had they coming back to what they know is going to allow them to right. do what they want to do you so, allowed me to do it before uh, uh, and i'm gonna do it because other women ain't happy yeah. exactly as soon as that you run that one little uh test uh she like i'm out yep I, I agree with you, uh, Zamba. He says, I believe she wasn't ready for the next relationship if seeing me reminds you of your last uh, trust. Yes, I, I agree. I, listen, I just went through this with, with um, a friend of mine that is near and dear to me. She's like a daughter to me. And she just jumped from one relationship. She just got out of a bad situation. And immediately, it's already in another situation. You haven't even given yourself time to heal from what from you what? just went through. She just won't from her. A lot of times, listen, and I'm gonna say this, y'all, and we way over hour. We've been talking, and I'm I'm gonna say this. And this is something that me and Miss, because y'all don't get this, y'all are never told this. Women are treated like we're lepers. That's the word I'm going to use. We're lepers. We don't have a man. You are nothing without a man. If you don't I say have that a used man, to be. you, you what you say, JT? It used to be that, but not no more. Yeah, but no. Yeah, but that's what society says. Do you know how mm. often how you see a woman, you got a boyfriend, you married. Well, well, why you ain't got a boyfriend? Well, why you ain't in a relationship? Well, why you ain't seeing somebody? We are defined by whether or not we have a man, which makes women go out there and do any and everything to try to find one and to get one. And he may not be the best choice. But she going out to find one so she can say that she got a man so that society can quit looking down on her for not having one. 
I deal with it on a daily basis. Daily basis. Well, why you ain't got no man? Well, why you ain't in a relationship? I dealt with it at conference. Yeah. And I finally had to hurt dude's feelings. Yeah, like, I'm not interested. Like, right. why? Like, and he just said, well, what you scared of? Not scared of anything. <laughs> I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I'm good. Oh no, God meant for you to be to have a man and such and such and such and such, and he wanted to start pitching me. Well, why you he probably was drunk. He was drunk. He was. He but at the same time, I'm trying to be polite and say, I'm not interested. I'm I'm good. Then he had to turn me into the angry black woman because I finally had to just hurt his feelings and be like, Look, you're not the one. I'm not interested. Stop asking. I'm not interested in you. But those are the things that we, because we get frowned on if you don't have a man. How often have you how seen? Do change, how do we change that? What is, wait a minute, let me read Zombie's comments. <clears throat> those women who say all black men are the same ones who made the bed that they complain about. I agree. Those same women will give the worst advice and tips to the young women looking to find love and happiness absolutely 100 percent agree with you on that misery loves company misery loves company and they will tear down but it seems like to me you need to have a conversation with these people that constantly asking you it's like the, the husband and the wife or the boyfriend and girlfriend like look here we've come to the conclusion that i don't have a man you don't have to ask me that i'm on my own pace i do my own thing i don't need you to bring that up every week about my social stuff. I, I, nobody's I have, asking him about his wife nobody's asking him trust about me I his girlfriend nobody asking her about her her baby dad you know what i'm saying so we need to have a have that conversation what this is what women need to do not you i'm just saying women in holes they just need to have a conversation and I get it, grandma. You know, grandma wants to say. Yeah, I'm a grandma. <laughs> so, I yeah, yeah. It, it just, uh, like, I if, shit, if you, I keep telling my kids I'm ready for a nut. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> before you got to that point of having kids, how you can understand your parents yeah. wanting you to reproduce. I get that. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, the bystanders, the, you yeah. know, the, the people at work that's getting on your nerves every day, or, uh, the, the, you know, the, the aunts and uncles and all that. I honestly shut them down. I, I will I will say this. I honestly don't. It irritated me that night when I was out, and every time I'm that they do that they do that, that this particular right. uh, person does that to me, and I, I always say, but here's what I have to realize. I don't allow it to anger me or to to, to get no, me upset yeah. because I have no control over their if that's your perception i can understand it and i can respect it but what i also expect from you is for you to respect my stand in that i'm not interested now me being the type of person that i am if you can't respect my stance then i leave you alone i limit my contact with you i handle you with a long you know a long hand yeah that that's how i do because i realize you can't change somebody I can express mm-hmm. to you how I feel, 
but I can't change your perspective. The only person that can change your perspective is you. I can tell you how I feel about it. If you choose not to accept it, that's on you. Then now the decision is for me to decide how I want to deal with you. If I don't want to continue to keep having that same conversation with you, then I limit my contact with you because I'm all about my peace and then my love. But I said that because that is something that women struggle with. And and I used this uh, once before, and I think I used this on the Modern Male. I can't even remember which show it was. And I used Oprah as an example. Mm-hmm. Yep. That woman is a billionaire. Yep. Billionaire. Not married. But the main thing people focus on, why Stedman didn't marry her. Why, didn't marry her. why she never got they married. They didn't live their life together. Right. And they worry yeah. about why he didn't give her a ring. Exactly. So even though she's a billionaire, extremely successful in all avenues that she has been in in the industry, people still define her by the fact that she doesn't have a man and she never got married. That's how women are looked at. I am looked at, even though I got my own house and I can pay my own bills and I can do all of those things. I am still defined by the fact that I don't have a man. That's the first thing people think about. Mm-hmm. Oh, you single? Well, why you ain't got no man? Well, why do I have to have one? Because you're supposed to. Who said I was supposed to? <laughs> Things have changed. Time it's hard for people to fathom. It's hard for people to fathom a woman being successful without having a man around to quote unquote tell her how to be successful. So when they see a woman out there doing it on their own, they want to know, well, where your man at? Well, you got to get one yeah. or you need one. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, I, and watch I, this. I it's the same for a man. It's the same yeah, for a man. When I they see a successful up, man. Uh, Zombie's comment. He said, men get asked social questions too. It's mostly about y'all success. And I can agree with that. They, men are looked at, what's your job? How much money are you making? If you're not you get make, a job like that? Yes, yes. If you're not, yeah. if you're not in, in a certain industry or making a certain amount of money or, or have a certain type of job, they look at you like, oh. That's the first thing they ask. What you do for a living? Right. right. Yep. I had a woman tell me, remember I said that when I was in Vegas and the lady said that um, she was like, I don't know what the problem is. I keep getting approached by all these blue collar men. Well, what's wrong with a good blue collar man? <laughs> exactly. What's wrong Ooh. with a good, hard working man? I'm confused right. on what your issue is. Right. She wanted them that, that what's his name, kept saying you be talking about. You think yeah. you, you supposed to get them <laughs> like, a high I, value I, 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 or whatever I, I, he want to call them. <laughs> but what's wrong with a good Blue collar, hard working man. I could care less. I'm a blue collar man. And I do man. Hey, ain't so, nothing, hey, hey, I have no issues with. It. Matter of fact, I prefer me a good, hard working blue collar man. At the end man. of the day, if you blue collar or white collar, you're still doing a whole lot of different things to make money. You know what yeah. I mean? Here's my thing, and I get we, we have gone all over the place. Here's my thing about that. Because women like to focus on money when it comes to a man and how much he makes and how much he got and what he's doing. And then she ain't got no money. Let's say he didn't have an inheritance. 
Well, here's here's my thing. This is, this is this is my stance because I've even had this happen to me before, where I met somebody and I was dating. You know, I tell my friends they'd be like, "Well, where he work? Oh, he works such and such." Ooh, yeah. He ain't making what you making. Why you you so? sure you want? Who cares? To me, I could care less about how much money a man makes. You want to know what's important to me? Are you able? To take care of yourself on your current salary. There you go. Are you living above your means? Are you making ends? You know what I'm saying? Can you support yourself? Because I got me. Can you got you? That's all I need to know. If you got you and I got me, when we we come together, we good. But if you struggling, yeah. I'm going to have to think about that because I don't know if I want to join your struggle because I'm not struggling. Then that's a whole nother story. But as long as you take it, if you can afford, I don't care if you make $10 an hour. If where you live in and what you got, you can afford to live. Exactly. If you can afford to live on them $10 an hour, who am I to tell you that you are a lower category person because all you make is $10 an hour? Yep. Yeah, you're probably living better than me off them $10 an hour. I don't know. <laughs> but people make that judgment about, and, and, and I, especially black men. And I can't listen. But fellas, let me say this. With that being said, about I don't care how much money he makes. And we got to get out. We're an hour and 21 minutes, and we're going to get out of here. Here is one of my biggest pet peeves. And ladies, all you ladies who are tuning in and listening, we are going to do the female perspective. If you're interested in being on the show, please send me a message and let me know because I want you you ladies to be able to voice your opinion and your perspective on all of this. But let me jump back. Here's one of my biggest pet peeves that men do. Don't talk to me about money because my idea of money and your idea of money may not be the same. And one of the biggest turnoffs to me is if a man comes at me talking about money and he want to brag about how much money he makes and what he's doing. Now then it becomes an issue. Because if you come at me bragging about how much money and you making good money and you say, oh, I'm making $13 and that's good money to you, and you bragging to me, and I'm looking at you like $13? Okay. okay. They, that's what's that's up. A turnoff. That's a turnoff to me. You coming at me because you don't know what my idea of money is. You don't know what I think is a good salary. And you don't know what I mean. So I may be, when you come at me bragging about your 13, and I'm like, I literally had that happen to me. Guy been on the job 20 years. You've been at the same job for 20 years, and now you're making us $14 an hour, and you want to come and brag to me about how well you're doing. Boy, if you don't move on. But he, his <laughs> mind, he came from a long way. In his mind. Right. But in my mind, no. That's nothing That's nothing he should be putting exactly. out. Exactly. But my thing is, why are you even having a conversation? We just why are we, why are we about even money? talking right. about money? Right, right. I don't care. That, that shows low self-esteem. Yes. Mm-hmm. That to me says 
you're used to using money yeah. to get a woman, yeah. and I'm yeah. not that type. You can't buy right. me. That's what turns me off. The $13, $14 an hour is not what turned me off. What turned me off is the fact that you felt the need to bring that up to me because I you do you think I look like the type that that's what I'm looking for? Like those are the Terrible. things that go through my head when a man approaches me. Like, what you think you can buy me? Like that's that's not who I am. Why why are you even you want to get to know me? Why are you even talking about your salary or your income? Right. What they got to do with what does it right? in the morning it's a quick yeah about 10 minute word of encouragement man to help y'all get through the day man this world too hard and, and some folks don't make it to church on sunday man so i just got a quick word for you man help everybody get through the day man y'all just keep encouraging each other man this has been a blessing to me man we be a, man i pray for everybody man i know it's gonna be great success this thing is headed to the top i'm telling y'all because what you doing is, is really helping people and and i'm that from the bottom of my heart since i met e, i'm telling you they had they had that welcoming spirit when i walked in the studio and i seen them and we just been brothers and sisters <laughs> since and that's just no hey man that's so whatever you know what? i can do I, for I, I i i want like i love when i see people or i hear someone someone tells me you know what i hadn't thought about it I was listening to your show and I, I what you said made sense i hadn't thought about it that way you know when mo kept saying she was like tell the fellas i was listening i was listening and i applied you know the things yeah. that i heard so i love that when i hear people say that that encouragement makes me want to to, to come on and do this more because it's not about like and i say this all the time it's it's not about my perspective it's about opening your mind like i'm not saying i'm right, right. 
let's have a conversation let's talk about each other's perspective and share those perspectives without feeling like we got to tear the other person down or argue about it or somebody's got to be right it ain't about right and wrong it's about can you open up your mind to the possibility that there may be some truth in my perspective can you take a step back and actually see that what i'm saying to you may have some validity to it Mm-hmm. And that's what this show is about. Stepping back and looking at yourself and go, hmm, okay. Hmm. She might got a point. I, I, I do walk with my head down and I yeah, am and got my arms crossed. Got I may made. give off that body language. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I probably do. Yeah. I, I probably most definitely do. So. And that's why she didn't speak because she right. felt like your body language said, don't say good morning to me. Don't even talk to me. And, and at this, like don't you look. said, I'm sitting there looking at her like, she gonna see, she gonna see, she gonna see, you know, she gonna be like, hey, he's crazy. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Right. Oh, thank you, Terry. Terry said, I have learned so much from this show. And, and that is, and I'm gonna get out of here, y'all. That is all that I want from this show is for people to walk away looking at things from a different perspective and being open to others. That instead, because we all quit to shut, you know, I used to be that type. Somebody try to tell me something about myself. Like, you can't tell me about me. I know me. And I would mm-hmm. shut them down. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. But then when I started taking a step back and listening, mm-hmm. when I had that, let me tell you, when I had that lady when I was working in the prison, and my coworker, she, the older lady, and she said to me, because I was to blame it on everybody. Everywhere I went, I had an issue, and it was always everybody else's fault. And she said, Karen, if you keep having the same problem everywhere you go, and that's where I got that from. She was like, the common denominator is you. Can you really Mm -hmm. say it's them? And when she got me to thinking about that, and now in every situation, I think that way. Like, okay, let me take a step back and look Mm -hmm. at myself. Let me take a step back and see me from that other person's perspective. Can I see it? Can I understand why they view me the way they view me? And I had to say, yeah, I can see it. But the only person that can change their perspective is me. And I can't expect their perspective to change overnight. And I'm going to say that one more time. You cannot expect that person's perspective of you to change overnight. I still battle this. And I'm like, damn, can they see I've changed? But I try not to get frustrated over it because right now they're still stuck in that old perspective of Ken. And they can't see new Ken. But it's up to me to continue to show them new Ken. I can't get upset and revert back. You gotta you gotta repair, go. you know, what you you've got to start. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to I have to accept and be accountable for the fact that I created the perception that they have of me. I added to it. And now the only person who can change it is me. But okay, we're about to get off of here. It's been an hour and 30 minutes. I thank you, JC, again. Please tune in to Coffee with Clark. I love early in the morning. You get you a, a good little worship to start your day. And I always try to catch it. Sometimes I miss you, but I always go back and rewatch it. I if I miss you. Okay. 
because I'm Very always good. up. I'm always up early, so I always try to catch you in the morning. Because you, what I like about you, JC, is that you know it, I don't feel like you're preaching at me. Yeah. You know what mm. I'm saying? You you're talking to me like we talking, you know, face to face, as opposed to you know some preachers. You feel like we're not even connected because I feel like all you're doing is preaching at me and you really don't I'm comprehend. Good, you bad. Right. And you're not <laughs> no, really comprehending my struggle. Yeah. You don't come off like that. Like it makes the word funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you apply it to everyday life. And I can I can really yes, coffee with Clark. Tune in, Terry. I, yep. I can really appreciate the word that you're yeah. given early in the morning because I can apply it to what I got going on in my life at that particular time. So that's what Thank I love you. about Coffee with Clark. Love it. So Thank please God. keep that going. More yes. blessings. And I'm so happy for you in the church. I hope everything goes well with that. That's so amazing. But we are going to get off of here, people. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Red Wine Conversations. We have been talking and talking. I hope y'all can take away. And remember, ladies, Send me a message if you're interested in coming on to the female perspective. That's going to be, ooh, that's going to be probably the eighth. Because I'm, I'm out of here, headed to Cancun on a flight Monday to Cancun. I'm so ready <laughs> to go. So next Friday, I will be in Cancun, so there won't be a show. But on the eighth, uh, I may do that female perspective. Uh, who knows? Depends on how I feel when I get back. But all right, y'all. Thank y'all. Thank <laughs> y'all. Have a good one. All right, bro. See y'all later.